going into it. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Geekery Radio Hour. I am Doug. And I'm Kaylin. And we're punchy as hell, I just decided, because we're recording live in person again. Yay! What is that noise? I don't know. What was that? It sounded like a bug, but also like a whistle. And a mouse. And a mouse. Like a flying mouse with a whistle. Okay. A flying mouse with a whistle that's also a bug. Are you re- are you drawing it? Uh, no, because I didn't click the pen. <laughs> <laughs> but are you intending on drawing? I had what intended this is? to draw it for sure. I'm drawing Mickey Mouse right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, With no, like it's got fly like a wings? very ratty, no- ratty nose. Um. So how are you doing today, Kaylin? Okay. I uh, had had a pretty rough day at work. What happened? Um. So <laughs> sometimes at work, mostly on Fridays, we'll barbecue out back and like feed everyone. Which is nice because, like, the company pays and that's cool. But there's literally, like, only a couple people in the office that can actually, like, grill slash cook slash do anything. Like, take on the actual chore of feeding everyone in an office. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, usually me and this other guy I work with. But he was really busy today, so he asked if I could do it. Which was, like, no problem because he really does it most of the time. So I run to ShopRite, and then I get back, and it's starting to drizzle, and I'm like, oh, man, i got to get out there. Mm-hmm. So I start prepping the food as soon as I get back. I'm going as fast as I can. But, of course, by the time I go out there and start the grill, it's starting to, like, really come down. And then it starts... I'm to- nodding my head, because we're in person. <laughs> and it's like, usually I'd be like, oh, yeah, no, for sure. Okay. But now I have, like, this privilege. Of seeing my beautiful face. Yes. Yep. And going, I'm... Mm-hmm. No, all right. Well, <laughs> make sure you make some noises over there. Uh-huh. So, um, by the time I get, like, the burgers ready and the hot dogs, it's downpouring. Like, pouring rain. So, I'm like, all right, let me run out and grab my umbrella, grab my umbrella, run back to the grill. And I have it, like, I'm holding it with one hand over me, and I'm trying to hold it over the grill. So... The smoke is literally billowing underneath the gr- underneath the umbrella in my face. My eyes are tearing. <laughs> All of the rainwater is going off the back of the umbrella, just down my back, down uh-huh. my back, down the back of my pants. Is this like when it got torrential? Because I opened yes. at about that same time and I had all of the podcast equipment. And I'm like, cool, yes. I'm going to walk into the store with my most expensive electronics at this moment while it's <laughs> pouring rain. Great. Uh, yep. I have my bare MacBook and I'm just like... <laughs> Under the flannel, trying to, you know, bob and weave Yeah, absolutely. And the reason why I started so soon was because we really got a late start on lunch. So literally it was like already 1 p.m. and people were like stirring and they were hungry. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, whatever, it's a little rain, but literally my back, all down my pants was wet. So you have rainwater on your neck? Oh yeah, like just- On your back? Like like a a chute of water coming off the umbrella, just like like a faucet down my back. And I'm like, this this is fine. It's fine. I walk inside my and I had jeans on, of course. It's mm-hmm. not like there's any other fucking fabric. So my dream, my jeans are just soaked, and my shirts, so everything's just fucking soaked. So about like 20 minutes into barbecuing, one of the guys, uh, Shaughnessy, comes out and he has this huge umbrella that he puts like over the grill and like over like makes a little area where I can cook. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, I'm like, this is really nice, thank you, but also, I could have used this 20 minutes ago, my pants are toast, I can no longer <laughs> wear them. You're, like, walking through your office, like, 
there were customers in our showroom that I had to walk past, and I was like, this is embarrassing, because it literally looked like I peed... Your whole self. Yeah, my whole self. You peed your whole self. My whole damn self. Yeah. It was a nightmare. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I got through it, and I went to Target, and I got... These comfy pants, because then I was cold at work because of the air conditioner. <laughs> the air conditioner freezing and your wet body. And then I got these cool slippers. Oh, so you're like... fully fresh duds from Tarj. Yeah, like I'm totally comfy right now. That's cool. Yeah, so not... not... <laughs> and also, I wasted three hours of work day doing bullshit, so uh-huh. whatever. You made some hamburgers. And... Then you, did you go after, like, you cooked to Target to go get dry clothes? Yes, absolutely. Cool, cool. And then I got back, but, like, it's fine. I was like, whatever. It's just, I'm gonna wear these clothes. I'm gonna wear these slippers. But then, my boss hands me a gift card. To what? Just a Visa gift card. Oh, like, I, like, for money. And got new clothes. He was like, here. And I was like, oh, thanks. <laughs> so, like, not... You like, had, like, the scammiest afternoon I've heard of. I think I mean, in a little while. Of. Pretty we good. We got away with quite a bit. But, I mean, I he was appreciative that mm-hmm. I was, like, you know, just going out there and just getting after it in the pouring rain. You know? It's the dumbest thing I've heard, Kayla. That's ridiculous. Okay, bye. That, like, Dad, no, you know you what I mean? <laughs> I'm good. <clears throat> Last night, the um, rainstorms have been kind of insane, though. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, like... The thunderstorm that we had over by my house was literally nuts. Yeah. It's like shore storms. I haven't yes. heard thunder and lightning like that in a long time. And it was like less rain at one point mm-hmm. and more just thunder and lightning It's straight us. up like lightning that is lighting my whole bedroom and you don't hear the thunder at all. It's just that like yeah. it was like heat lightning and real lightning yep. and just chaos. Yep. The dog like Jubilee flipped out she was like whimpering and then she she she, she's not she comes in the bed and she's shivering i've never had a dog that shivered in fear she was shivering all night i don't even know what time this did you hold her real tight yes sometimes pressure helps yeah we we wrapped her in the um in the sheet too like to like give her like a she was like a little pig in a blanket but the storms were insane poor jujube poor thing so what else? Um, I've been watching. I've almost done with season one of Doom Patrol. Mm-hmm. I watched a bunch, and I finally figured out the point where <clears throat> I left off. Where you initially. fell off before? Yeah. So now I'm like in new territory. I'm like really trying to pay attention. Yeah. And I think I said this before about it, like before the podcast, like Jane mm-hmm. is like a better Lenny. Aubrey Plaza's character. Oh, from... Um, like, I love Aubrey Plaza, and mm-hmm. I love that character. But I, I never like watched so much of Legion. I didn't watch much of it either. I, I really liked Aubrey, Pla- Aubrey Plaza's performance mm-hmm. as Lenny. It was really good. Mm-hmm. But the plot was like, eh. You're saying that makes me realize that I was not paying that much attention to the show. Because then... To Legion? Like, or these to... Are, to Legion. Okay. Because, like, so... Is Lenny one of, what the hell is his name? Is his name Nate? Oh, I don't know. Legion, right? I think his name is Nate. I don't know. Is is she one of like, is she portraying one of his personas like in his head? I believe so, So yes. it's like the underground is yeah. what we're watching on the show, but yeah. you don't know that. Because in Doom Patrol, she goes into the underground and you see all the other characters, mm-hmm. Driver 8 and all that. Like, yes. Okay. 
Cool. And you see it in that um, that land uh, during the Cold Patrol episode. Uh-huh. You know, the, the snow globe land? Yes. And she, it cracks the mirror, and she says all of her personalities yeah. in fragments. Baby doll. Baby doll, driver eight, doctor something. Yeah. Uh, then there's crazy Jean. Then mm-hmm. there's uh, Hammerhead. Hammerhead, thank you. That was the one that um, I was trying to think of. And then there's like a British girl. Mm-hmm. I forget her name. Yeah. I don't know. There's a bunch. She has like 60-something, I think, personalities. Yeah. So her character is very similar to Legion. It's, like that's the yes, you know yes like in the way that it's like just batshit craziness mm-hmm. like all, multiple different because she's a metahuman which is like the DC equivalent of a mutant mm. so it's like well it fun is fact because of course I was looking up the IMDb the trivia on mm-hmm. it I didn't know that Doom Patrol was actually before <laughs> yeah it X-Men, predates the X Men actually like yeah. by like months. And it's hilarious because you look at it and you're like, okay, so a wheelchair-bound old man who's yep. kind of a fucking sociopath a uh, bit, finds yeah. a group of people and you're like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. And then like even the Doom Patrol's old costumes and everything, you're like, oh yeah, no, that's that's the X-Men. Oh, when they flash back uh-huh. and they the red suits. Yeah. 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 Except for X-Men's black and yellow. Yeah, they're red and white instead of the X-Men are white or uh, yellow and blue, right? Yeah. Like it's the same exact thing though. Wild. But it's really good. Mm-hmm. I like it. I've heard I'm, good things about season two, so I'm excited. I'm yeah, I'm chugging away. No spoilies, but won't do that to you, buddy. I just on HBO Max the other day, just last night, was watching the Not Too Late Show with Elmo. I don't know if you're familiar. Mm-mm. It is like a a late night chat show hosted by Elmo for like children. Or yeah, for it's definitely intended for children. Oh, okay. But you know, it has that like. It has enough of... I don't know. I put it on just because I was looking for something else to watch. Well, like, Sesame Street is, like, kind of exactly. for everyone. They do, you know? like, weird... Like it's I just at children, but it's definitely, like... Yesterday on Twitter, I just watched a parody from 1990 mm-hmm. where Sesame Street did Twin Beaks. Oh and God. Cookie Monster go to damn... Go- he darn fine uh, <laughs> diner, and he have darn good pie <laughs> and darn good coffee. It was Dang. ridiculous. I'm doing Kevin doing... I'm doing Kevin believed to sound like Cookie Monster, I think is what I'm doing. So I don't remember what this is about already, and we're only ten minutes into this episode, but I drew that (laughs) that animal. You want to take a look? Yes, please. Oh, wow. What did we say it was? It sounded like a bug, but also a mouse, and also a whistle. Yeah. And your mouse? It's just a mouse head. It kind of looks like a dog. You think it It looks like a dog? It kind of looks like a dog wearing a... Halloween costume? <laughs> okay. I did just get Jubilee. Not I got it. But Liz got Jubilee a shark costume. Ugh, and I like... So everybody be on the lookout like for those. A, is that like a scorpion Those are bug tail? legs. And that's no, a... No, 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 that's a mouse tail. He has a mouse head oh. and a mouse tail. Bug legs. And like the body of a cockroach? Sure. That's what we were all envisioning, right? Yeah. This definitely made that noise. That definitely made the noise. If it was anything. And whistles go, whistle, right? Whistle. That's the best way to describe their sound. Good job. (laughs) What else have I been watching? Oh, uh, Love Life? Love Life. What is that? Anna Kendrick, uh, Oh, the HBO thing? I heard that was terrible. Um, 
It's not. It's not horrible. No, mm-hmm. no. There's some good portions of it, but it's just like I feel like they're presenting the show like it's something new, but it's really not. Yeah. It's just like a woman going through like it's ep- episodic of like each boyfriend she's had since. So she is going back through a list of boyfriends or partners. I want to say because yeah. I think that they're. There are, but the female ones that you're seeing are not... I thought the same exact thing. I thought maybe she dabbled uh-huh. and, and had relationships with women. Yeah. But it was actually... Uh, I guess it's basically about relationships in general. Cause one oh, that's less interesting. And one was oh, but her, her mom... That Okay, friend. so that's kind of cool. But, like, when I saw... I don't know. I had heard about the concept, and then I was, like, looking through IMDb, maybe, and I realized, like, each episode is called, like... Uh, a descriptor Augie. of the date or their name, right? Yeah. Like, so it's like, like... she dates this one guy, Augie. I think he's the first episode. And then later in the season, it's Augie again. Yeah. So she dates him again. Yeah, and then I had seen a female's name, and I was like, oh, that's like a really interesting thing it that like... It would have been more Maybe she dated all these different kinds of people, and she... Because is the, is the conceit of it that like, she may have already been with her perfect match? So... I looked ahead. Because I feel like I've the, seen that as a show. I, I looked ahead, right? and I it, it's like how I met your mother. Mm. Her like yeah 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 yeah. You know what I mean? But not really. I mean, I'll spoil it because I don't think you'll care. Okay, listeners, if you care, just like, skip ahead fifteen skip ahead. seconds, guys. Um, the main story is the last episode. It, it's herself. She the relationship she needed to repair oh my God. was her own. Yeah. They were roommates. <laughs> oh my god, did you hear that? <laughs> they were roommates. In order to find love, she has to love herself? Is that she, what you're saying? She had to find it within herself. Oh my god. Love. The, the calls are coming from inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. That, like, I don't know, that tropey nonsense just feels was, so overtread. You're right. Like, really I can't is. pinpoint exactly where I've seen that, but I've seen it a hundred times. But I think you're exactly right if if it was like exploring sexuality in partners and stuff like that yeah branching out that would have been a little bit so i heard it got renewed i mean come to us come get us we have an idea yeah pivot we got this pivot pivot how did i say it like that i don't know pivot (laughs) that was like it was that Catherine o'hara from home alone realizing she forgot her son (laughs) who instead in this is called pivot McAllister. And you went, pivot! No, wait, he does that. Because of the aftershave. I am certain at some point, Catherine O'Hara puts her hands on her face when she says Michael. Pivot! Pivot! (laughs) Anyway, we've gone really off track. That's just smugly drinking this. Bubbly. It's called Buble. Oh, by Michael Buble? (laughs) Yeah. Should come out with a sparkling water line. Dude, that's the fucking commercial. That's the whole ad campaign oh, for it? bubbly water. I don't have television. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have a TV. Oh no. I kicked something off. I'll get it in a second. What did you kick? It's just the mushroom. You kicked bag. a little mushroom lunchbox. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. So let me hang on. I gotta sort of just ring Kaylin up for this. <laughs> I just gotta ring Kaylin up for this for this lunch pail that she just stomped out. My bad. Uh, Doug. Want to go to our first song? Yeah. Um. Ooh, ASMR. ASMR. Our first song is 
everything now by the arcade. It should be said everything now. Everything now. Everything now by the arcade fire. No.
ashes of everything right And then you're black again Can't make it back again everything now i feel like i'm breathing so weird like i just like (laughs) (laughs) oh should i done asmr that was and everything and listeners that uh, arcade fire npr voice was uh i kissed it i want to sing the song sing what song (laughs) everything now we just listened to it no um the Paul of Tompkins song. Flying around the sea of love. <laughs> <laughs> That's not Paul of Tompkins. That's, um... Oh, it's not? No. Mm. Shit. And the boat's wheel is <laughs> a kiss. It's Drew Tarver. There we go. Oh, okay. Donnie Gary. Right? Yes. I think it's that one. Donnie mm-hmm. Gary is the one who... I, I refill of... McDonald's cups. That's I, one of his songs. I Can I, can I speak? Yeah. Can I, is it time for me to go now? I always thought it was Paul of Tompkins. No, man. My bad. No, Drew Tarver from the other two on mm-hmm. Comedy Central. Mm-hmm. And from Memphis Canvas Breeze. Yes. Honk beep. Toot honk. These are all Comedy Bang Bang podcast references that are probably for about four of you. Yep. And we love you. You're welcome. Um, so this week on the pod, we had a guest. Who was that guest, Doug? I sat down and chatted with our friend in the shop, Kit. And what did she talk about? She talked all about, well, I mean, we're about to listen to it. So Let's listen want, to it you now. you want spoilies? No, don't spoil it. <laughs> no spoilies. Here's my interview with Kit. Hello. So I'm joined today by friend of the shop, Kit. Hello. How are you doing today? I'm hanging in there. Yeah? Yeah. That, <laughs> it's at like the end of our heat wave right now. For now, but so, it's, it's definitely going to get worse. Did the rain like drive you absolutely insane last night? The thunderstorms were insane. Yeah, I am terrified of thunderstorms. Oh, I, I'm like a dog; like they freak me out. They were really bad. So too. I was just lying in bed, like, okay, Loki did something stupid, and Thor's just mad at him <laughs> because that has become my new coping mechanism for thunderstorms the last few years. So this feels like as good a point as any to ask you, Kit, please tell us a little something about yourself. I am a huge, huge, huge Marvel fan. I will literally spend all of my money on Marvel stuff. Um, like, huge convention-going cosplay geek. So you're really, really not thrilled with the state of the world right now? That uh, no. There's no conventions? And... I was supposed to go to Ace Comic Con in Boston to meet Chris Evans and Tessa Thompson. Oh, the no. week after the world shut down. Yikes. I am so sorry. I appreciate that because I'm still upset about it and it's been like three months. That's one of the things the summer's supposed to be good for though, right? Like convention season? Yeah. Yeah, thankfully and, San Diego uh, Comic Con's doing a lot of stuff yes. online. Right so. now we're in the midst of Comic Con from home. Yeah. I've been, you know, scrolling through on Twitter and mm-hmm. it's fun. It's not the same. Yeah. It's not even the same as if, like, I mean, I've never been to San Diego. But mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, when people go to San Diego, you get better information, I feel like. You know, there's people mm-hmm. with who snuck into Hall H and they took, you know, footage of some trailer that they weren't supposed to. And now it's leaked for everyone to see. Yeah. So, we ask everyone 
on our show, usually, what their gateway into comic books was, be it a cartoon, a uh, big sibling that had books, a movie, anything. What got you into comic books? So I had been a casual fan of Marvel for a while. I still remember seeing the first Thor movies in theaters and going home and Googling who played Loki (laughs) because I'm that fangirl. So you were really like, you were in from the jump on Loki, huh? Well, yes, for Loki, but in terms of Marvel, it was just kind of like a thing that, like, my dad was watching Iron Man, I'd just be like, okay, cool, I'll just sit and watch this with you, like, whatever. But then, I think it was like three years ago, my family went on vacation without me, because (laughs) my brothers had, my brothers were still in middle school and high school, and they could take time off, but I had just started college, so I couldn't. Yeah. So, I took out, I think it was Captain America the First Avenger and Thor the Dark World. And I took them out from the library, and I sat down and watched them in a room that was not my bedroom, because nobody else was home, and I was like, oh my god, these are so good. Like, <laughs> I know I had seen them in the past, uh-huh. but I had It's the first really... time you, like, you yeah. watched it. You weren't yeah. just, like, in the room while it was on, mm-hmm. or passed by while someone else was watching yeah. it. It or was like... the first time that you, like, literally... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I was just like, oh my god. Like, these are so good. And then I was talking to one of my friends about it who he was all into Marvel. And he was telling me about the Marvel Unlimited app. And I was like, I should get this. Uh And then I started, I can't remember what I started with, but it had to be either Captain America or Loki because those are like my Uh go-tos. But yeah, it was, yeah, I I still know the exact date because I posted on my Instagram (laughs) a picture of my dinner and the two movie cases. And I was like... I'm going to watch these. And That's so weird that mm-hmm. you can, you can actually pinpoint, like, yeah. when you, like, so, like, mm-hmm. that post, and then you could say, like, three hours from then, you were totally yeah. obsessed. Yeah, that like, was it. This was the date <laughs> that my life spiraled out of control. It's been over three years, and it's it's been an adventure. So what's your favorite of all of those, the MCU films? Winter Soldier, without Winter a doubt. Soldier. Yeah. And that was actually one of the movies I saw in theaters without really realizing it. Mm-hmm. And I saw it in 3D, too. Oh, what, like, gra- like dragged along with a group of friends kind of thing? No, we were actually on vacation in Universal at okay. the time. And it was, like, a rainy, junky day. And my parents were just like, hey, you and your brother go see a movie at the movie theater that's on City Walk. Mm-hmm. And we were just like, okay, Captain America's playing at the time. Like, let's go see that, whatever. And I barely remember anything from the movie, except Chris Evans' ass in 3D as a gift. <laughs> and this was six years, six years before the whole America's ass thing. Uh-huh. So, yeah, that that was my takeaway from that movie. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. But you were in on the ground floor of America's oh. ass oh, yes. then. That's Absolutely. what we're <laughs> plant your flag. Yep, this was. This was my thing. <laughs> <laughs> so now, our final question we ask. Mm-hmm. What is your current comic obsession that you are loving? <laughs> so, you know me, and I will buy comics and then not read them for like six months because mm-hmm. I go in and out of phases with reading. But the three things that I'm pretty sure I'm actively keeping up with are Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Strike Force, and Hawkeye. Those are like the three that... I've heard such good things about that Hawkeye series. I love mm-hmm. Matt Rosenberg's writing. I've read a couple indie titles that he's done and some mm-hmm. other things here and there he did for the X-Men. And I 
have not read that Hawkeye book for some reason. I highly recommend it. I am a huge fan of the comic book Hawkeye. Mm Mm-hmm. MCU Hawkeye Hawk is... Hawkeye, we'll say. Yes, right? we call him Hawk Guy, And then <laughs> Hawkeye in the movies is just awful. Like, I... Yeah, he's not the best of characters. He's not really very well developed. What is developed yeah. about him kind of sucks. Like, yeah. I don't know who's really, like, it's, hoping it's he has a full family in it. I don't Hawkeye. know. Hawkeye. No. Like, he shouldn't have a family. When I, I remember sitting in the theater watching Endgame, and that first scene where his entire family turns to dust, I started cheering... Yeah, right. In my like, head. oh, sucks. I'm so what sorry. A, what a tragedy! <laughs> it it should have been Clint that jumped off the cliff on Vormir because yeah, man. Then we could start over. <laughs> it it it. <laughs> it's like the weirdest thing in the world to be like rooting against someone having a loving family. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, but it's like it goes against the character. <laughs> and it's like he has kids. He has a wife. They love him. They're a little happy family unit mm-hmm. in their farm. Blah blah blah. And you're like. Fuck that. I don't want him to have that. Exactly. It's like, no, he's supposed to date Mockingbird and Black Widow. Uh-huh. Doesn't he have a thing with, like, Spider-Woman at one point? Yeah, like, I think so. Every single I want him beat up, slightly depressed, <laughs> dealing with life, but Chugging loving it. coffee by the gallon. Hanging out with Kate Bishop. Yeah. In the city. I don't want mm-hmm. him on a farm. That's yeah. not fun. Maybe he can have a farm to go, like, chill at when, when like, he needs a break from the mm-hmm. world. But, but like, I don't need to see it. I don't need to read about it. I don't need to know about it. Let that be Hawkeye's little secret off yeah. screen, right? Ugh. Yeah. No, I completely agree. That and after all the stuff about Jeremy Renner being kind of a terrible person, too, it just adds another yeah. nail to that coffin. Mm-hmm. Like, Marvel has done amazing with their casting for everyone except Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. Like, every other person, I'm like, yes, you are your character. Like, you are the perfect <laughs> person for this role. Yeah. And then there's Hawkeye. Like, they picked a meh actor, and the character is meh. So, actually, I guess they did do perfect with that. I guess they did. <laughs> they wrote him as meh, they found someone to play him meh. Yeah. So, other than the comics, because I know you're, you know, you read a couple different titles you pick up here in our shop, you mm-hmm. also have dabbled in the um, the original novels they've done with Marvel, right? Yes, yes, I, I absolutely love them. I am an avid reader. I am... Yeah, I want to be a librarian. Like, this mm-hmm. is this is my happy place. I've read the Black Widow novels. Those were the first ones that I read. And I'm still very mad that there's not a third one, because the second one ends with a setup for a third. Oh, really? But I think it was published in 2016, so oh, it's so, not going to happen. Yeah. We're getting um, close to 2021 publication dates at this yeah. point, so it's kind of... Yeah, it's, it's getting a little late. Yeah. Um, the Loki novel was absolutely phenomenal. Was and it? I loved it. I read it in a day, and... So, how do these hold up to the comics, storytelling-wise? I think they hold up really well. Yeah? Because it kind of gives, like, a little more in-depth than the comics do. hmm And from what I've read, they picked, like, the perfect authors for these. They seem to be picking the perfect characters for them also. Yes. They have, you know, like, um, they have the Squirrel Girl books, they have mm-hmm. Loki. They're picking all of these characters that mm-hmm. are fan favorites that mm-hmm. will adapt well, I think, to yeah. a novel format. One it's not they, just, you yeah. know, like, you know, the biggest, the best, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. It's these characters that have a niche audience already that are yeah. trying to do a different, you know, mm-hmm. different way to like tell a story for them. One that just came out, I think it was on July 14th. Um, the Unstoppable Wasp. I actually managed to get an advanced copy of that through my magical library powers. <laughs> and I could not put it down. I love Nadia Van Dyne. 
I have been, she's another one of the comics that I love and I was so sad when her series ended. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that book is absolutely phenomenal. It holds up so well to the comics. That's really cool. Are they approachable for someone who hasn't maybe absolutely. done a deep dive? Like, but, but not, hmm, but not a retread also of the same kind of storytelling. Yes. You know what I'm so, saying? Because now, mm-hmm. not, um, oh my God, why can't I say her name? Nadia. Nadia. Van Dyne, right? Mm-hmm. So she's relatively new. What do we want to say? Maybe three years uh, in yeah, comics, like four, four years, something yeah. like that. So there's been a total of tops, we'll say 24 single issues mm-hmm. of just a solo series for her, right? I think yeah. maybe even less than that. Yeah, I think it's so, closer to 20. Now, they're not doing just a remorphed version of that in this novel, right? No. They do keep... One of my favorite things from the um, Unstoppable Wasp comics mm-hmm. is that they'll have like these little like off-to-the-side things where it's like Nadia's little science facts where like one time she's talking about coffee and then it gives like a little side... Like a little side about like caffeine and like its effects on the brain. And they do those in the novel. But they're more in-depth because mm-hmm. you have the space of a full page of a book. So these are, like, her inner yeah. thoughts about things? Like, she, like, is seeing mm-hmm. things and she's, like, it's, like, running through, like, the, yeah. the information about any items. Like, mm-hmm. it's, like, okay. And the thing is, it will readdress things from the comics. Like, mm-hmm. certain things about, like, her parents, her mental health, like, all these sort of things. But not in a way to someone who's read all the comics that's, like, annoying. It's like a, oh, thank you for the reminder because maybe I haven't read this. Or it's, you're realizing this is for someone who hasn't read the comics. Okay. So it's giving them that little background information. That's really cool. Because I know sometimes, like, I've read... I'm trying to think. I know that I've read, like... This is, like, the most bizarre thing. But, like, I think I've read a Hellboy novel. And I feel like it was meant to be approached by someone who's never read a Hellboy comic. Mm-hmm. So I felt like they were like just kind of filling me with a lot of the same, same information that I've mm-hmm. read here and there, and I was like, you know, uh, mm-hmm. it kind of puts you off. But now you're saying mm-hmm. that these books kind of are great for someone who's reading the comics, or they're great for someone who just wants to read a novel, but mm-hmm. they work well together, well enough yeah. together that they're both mm-hmm. enjoyable. Yeah, That's really neat. who is a huge fan of Nadia, like... I want her to be in the next Ant-Man movie. I volunteer to play her, even though I'm pretty sure I have no acting abilities. But I would play her. <laughs> so, like, you found like, these characters that you I love, and you're willing mm-hmm. to pretty much follow their stories in whatever yes. medium you have to, mm-hmm. just to get more. Yeah, I just... They were such good novels. Mm-hmm. And as a person who is both an avid novel reader and an avid comic reader, I feel like they adapted it so well where yeah. I didn't feel like as a comic fan I was being cheated or as a fan of actual novels I was being cheated like I felt like it worked out perfectly that's awesome yeah well thank you so much for your time today Kit thank you for having me do you have anything you want to let people know about that you have going on or um, anything fun <laughs> I mean I know we are all living these quarantine lives so there's literally nothing going on but if you yeah. have anything you want to share um, let the well, people know as always, I highly recommend just taking a peek at the library's website, see what we've got going on. Um, I, we didn't say this, Kit. I'm so sorry, but you are a page at our local library. Yes, yes. I, I work at the library. I've been there forever. <laughs> um, it's, it's been a while. Um, but yeah, check out everything the library's got going on. Um, I used to run the comic book club back before the pandemic. Um, so if hundred years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we can get that back up and running soon, but yeah. Just because the library is closed does not mean that they still don't have so many resources for people. Oh, and absolutely. you, I know that like I follow a lot of things that you guys are doing, and 
you're trying to find different ways to get to the people because you're mm-hmm. not open, but people still do need some of the resources that you guys yeah. have. And also some distraction. I know you guys have a lot mm-hmm. of craft to go programs going yes. and all sorts of fun stuff to kind of mm-hmm. occupy time because yeah. <laughs> there's a lot to fill lately. Yeah. You can still check out books. We're doing curbside pickups, so... And then we also have online reading resources, and yeah. Just see what the library's got going on. It's good for some entertainment. Awesome. So, you hear that, everybody? Kit says, get your library card, go to your local library, check some stuff out, keep yourself busy, right? Yep. Sounds good. Thank you very much, Kit. Thank you for having me. Thanks again, Kit, for uh, sitting down with us and chatting all about your obsessions. Doug. What? I think it's time for our second song. Oh, you want to go to our second song already? Yeah. Okay. Our second song is The Man <laughs> by The Killers. I don't feel like there should be a the before either of those for some reason. Man but it was killers. The Man by The Killers. Break, no, nothing can break me down I'm the man Come 
was The Man by The Killers. <laughs> Sorry. Doug's going to kick me off the podcast. I'm going to kick your ass, Kaylin. Oh, God. All right, it escalated. Um, All right, Doug, meet me in the alley after this. Yeah, the alley, like that one, right? Yeah. Like literally. Yeah, the one right outside your shop. If you have not been to the shop, um, we have like an alley way between us and the next building next door to us and it literally is like the most frightening alley in the world yeah that's why we have all of our fist fights there did you walk up it to get into the shop this afternoon i did yeah did you get like caught by the snare trap of the cable line from the other building well no it it had rained a bunch Mm -hmm. so like there's like significant puddleage going on oh it's fully flooded right yeah puddleage yeah yeah um so then i like held myself up against the one side Mm -hmm. and like kind of walked around it because it's like the sewer grates right there i feel like we're talking i didn't want to ruin my new slippers i feel like we're talking a lot about the rain but like people need to understand that i feel like the crops can now grow we oh, have yeah, not had yes. rain in like um, two it months it has cleansed the earth yeah and we're, we're gonna be reborn it may have washed covid away oh yeah covid's done we have to i had to make sure that we beep, got beep, it beep, in beep, beep. fish just in doug covid is <laughs> COVID over is done. <laughs> it's over out came the rain and washed the covid out Away. Down came the rain and washed the COVID out. Up came the sun. Uh, you're still and dried not up all saying, the rain. Right. What? It washed the COVID away. It rhymes, Doug. Yeah, what did I say? Co- washes the COVID out? No, it's it's bitsy spider went up the water spout. Down came, came the, the rain, rain and washed the spider out. Oh shit, you are right. Yeah, what all are right, you doing? I'll leave. Bye guys. So this is the last episode Kaylin will ever be on. And we haven't talked about it. It's episode nineteen. Oh, which one could be? I was 19. Okay, we're going for Tegan and Sarah. That's, a, that's the first thing I thought I can't of. think of anything else that's 19. Um, not one thing that's 19. Hmm. No. Hmm. People are still hmm. 19. Did you know that? No, no, no. They aren't. No? Nope. Okay. Cool. Nope. They just skip 18 to 20. To just middle 20s. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> <laughs> If you're listening to this on the day it comes out, that would make today July 30th. <laughs> Thank you. That would make today July 30th, which means tomorrow night at 7 p.m. we will be meeting for the sixth installment of the Geekery Book Club. Maybe seven, Doug. No, you do this to me every fucking time. I know. I know. I know. We did <laughs> die. Die by Kieran Gillen. We, we did, did Monstrous. Monstrous. Then we did Middle West. Then we did Paper... S- paper Girls. Paper... Paper Girls. Paper Girls. <laughs> did you see... I'm already tangenting, spinning off, but... Um, there then are, we did... Wait, wait, wait. Then we did... Hold on. Then we did... Fuck. Uh, something... Something, something is killing the children. This way comes. Something is yes, killing the children. That was six, and now this is seven. No, dude. We, we just counted them. Die. Oh wait, this monstrous. Is <laughs> dude, you're counting. She's literally counting on her fingers and not counting the fingers that she's counting. <laughs> you. Something happened to you today when it rained at yeah, work. You like breathed in too much, water, too much, too much meat. You breathed in all of those hamburgers. 
Dude, my face mask smells like hamburgers. Ew. Oh, so what I was trying to say was, okay, we're going to get back to the book club thing in a second. But Paper Girls officially is getting a, a television series at Amazon. Very And it's cool. dope because it's being written by Christopher Cantwell, who's mm-hmm. wrote the show Halting Catch Fire for A&D. AMC, rather. Mm. It's almost like Breaking Bad and stuff. Yeah. He wrote Halt and Catch Fire, which was that show about, like, the, um, you know, like the dawn of the home computer. Oh, and I all didn't that. know that. So, yeah, and he's been writing a lot of comics lately. He wrote this book called Everything, which is super weird. Mm-hmm. That Justin had Everything Now is one of our songs this week. He wrote a book called Everything for Dark Horse Comics. He's been writing the Doctor Doom series, and now he's going to write the television series adaptation of Paper Girls. Very cool. Yeah, I think the show's going to be in good hands. So, back to book club. If you are listening to this <laughs> the day that the episode comes out, tonight, tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow, Friday, July 31st, we're going to be hosting book club number six. And it's going to be at Lake Lefford's at 7 p.m. We are discussing the comic book Firepower. Thank you so much. And who is that by Doug? By Robert Kirkman and Chris Samney. Yeah. And we're going to sit, bring your own chair. We're going to sit by the Little Free Library at Lake Lefferts. Mm-hmm. And bring um, a drink. Yeah, bring something to drink. Bug bring spray. some snacks, bring some bug spray. And be ready to chat up about some good comics. Yeah. This one's an interesting one. Oh. And it kind of borderlines like theology, which I'm really into at the moment. Oh, cool. Did I tell you, Doug? No, you didn't. Yes, I did. <laughs> I took a break from listening to Harry Potter, uh-huh. and now I'm listening to a book on the occult. Cool. Yeah. What's it called? Uh, I think it's literally called The Occult Book. Cool, 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 cool. Straight to the point. Yeah. When I saw that when you texted me that you were reading that, it reminded me of this. There's like one Neil Gaiman book that I really want to read, and it's mm. like for the dumbest reason. He wrote this book called The Graveyard Book. Sure. And it's basically a retelling, reimagining of The Jungle Book, but told about... Like, the Mowgli character is a child who was abandoned in a cemetery and is raised by, like, ghosts and shit. That's so fucking Right? I'm like, that sounds great. I don't know if it, like, takes any real, like, divergences or anything like that. Yeah. But I want to read that. That's amazing. Yeah. But, you know, I struggle with Neil Gaiman. I feel like we talk about that all the time. Yeah. Maybe you could listen to it? Maybe? That might help. Try that. As long as he doesn't read it? Mm. That's Um, how I felt about uh, our boy... I, you hate on Stephen King all the time. That's what you're talking about, I right? don't like him reading books. Have you ever heard his voice? Yes, Kaylin. This is literally episode 19, and I think on 17 of the episodes, you complain <laughs> about Stephen King's voice. Okay, so, um, in addition to book club being mm-hmm. tomorrow, we will also be, today, unveiling our title for next month's book. Mm-hmm. Are you excited? Very excited. So. I don't know this, guys. It's a, it's news to me as well. This next book hails from Boom Studios, mm-hmm. which brought us Something is Killing the Children. Sure. That we all read and enjoyed. Loved it. This series is called Folklords. <sighs> I love it. I already love <laughs> I it. I haven't even told you what this book is about. And you're like, okay. No, you know I'm I love in. that shit. Okay. So this book is called Folklords. It's written by Matt Kint with art by Matt Smith. And here is... Matt Smith of Doctor Who. Yeah, Matt Smith of Doctor <laughs> Who. The... Who is that? The 11th Doctor? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, with his little fez, he draws the comics. Excellent. Okay. Award-nominated writer Matt Kent teams with acclaimed artist Matt Smith for an adventure that blurs the line between fantasy and reality. In a world of magic and monsters, Ansel is an outsider 
haunted by visions of well-pressed suits and modern technology. When it comes time for him to declare his quest, Ansel decides to seek out the mysterious folklords, hoping they can explain his visions. But looking for the folklords is strictly forbidden, punishable by death. How much is Ansel willing to risk to find out about the world he has never truly belonged in? I like it less. You like it no, less? I'm just I love it, it. So it it reads to me as like a reverse, like kid in King Arthur's court. Okay. He is a fantastic. He lives in a fantastical world and has yes. visions of Normalcy. our world, yeah. and it's like, what is that? And he like, you know, there's like fairies and crazy woodland creatures and stuff, and he's just like, I'm into it. What's all this going on? Yeah, what's this garbage can? So Matt Kent wrote this book. I have not read much by him, but he is also going to be the writer on the first book by Bad Idea. Bad Ooh. Idea is that publisher that we have the exclusive... Exclusive. What am I trying to say? We are one Access. of the exclusive retailers in New Jersey for Bad Idea Comics. Yes. And... I think you're the only retailer in New Jersey, right? Yeah, didn't I say only? What did I say? You said exclusive. Exclusive. But that's the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Totally is. Wow. I'm really out of it tonight. Yeah. So sorry, guys. Kaylin's got to go breathe some vegetables, I think. Because yep. you've just been breathing hamburger. We are going to breathe some vegetables from Nature's Plate after this. Hell yeah. Nature's Plate. Located <laughs> at something something Main Keyport. Street in Keyport. Honestly, though, if you love vegan food, it's fucking dope. Yeah. So good. What else are you going to All I wanted to do was go, so good. So, so good. good. So good. And you did it. Like sweet Caroline. So let's move on. <laughs> You're a real you really are a dickhead today for some reason. So that sad. was what I was really excited about. In other shop news, mm-hmm. which is usually what we do in this segment. Yeah. Um, if you guys take a visit to the shop anytime soon, you will see that I just bought the coolest phone uh, for the front counter. Doug, can you call it? I want to see if we could hear it in the background. Okay. So I was on I don't know. Have you ever heard of Let Go? That app where like people sell basically junk. Yes. Okay. So I was on Let Go. I was. Try- I tried to sell a samurai sword. A sam- uh, samurai sword. Why did you have a samurai sword to sell? I don't a remember. A sam- samurai it's, sword to sell. It's still in my trunk. <laughs> she sells sam. What? <laughs> I'm like trying to break into a dumb bit and wait. What? It's it's been in my trunk since Philly. You have a samurai sword in your trunk. Yes. That you've been driving around in your trunk for about a year. Mm-hmm. Is that weird? She sells samurai swords by the seashore. Um, I'm trying, bitch. <laughs> she go. tries to sell samurai swords by the seashore. So here. <gasps> Guys, can you hear that? I don't I hope it's picking up. I'm sure it is. So I was on Let Go last night at like the 10 o'clock. The 90s are calling. <laughs> the fucking 70s are calling. <laughs> that phone is old. So I was on Let Go and I was like just scrolling through like, I always put it down to like three miles away basically. Mm. And I'm like flipping through and this phone comes up and it's, so it's Snoopy standing on like a pedestal and he's holding the big yellow receiver in his hand. And when like you take it out of his hand, it hangs up or whatever. And I'm like. I need this phone. When we were, like, first opening the shop, mm-hmm. we were, like, setting up our internet, all that stuff, and Justin's like, oh, we need to get a phone. And I'm like, what do we need a phone for? Yeah. And he's like, because businesses have phones. And I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I didn't even think of a phone, you know? 
And it literally, we get calls all the time. Do you have this book? Do you have that book? Do you, what, you know, yeah. all sorts of questions. And I was like, I didn't even think of, that we would need a phone. Yeah. So, like, just before we opened, I started looking at, like, a bunch of different thrift stores because I wanted, like, a Garfield, mm-hmm. a Mickey Mouse, you know, like those classic like old the weird, the hamburger. Where, the, the, I like the ones where, like, half of it's part of a body and the other half is another part of the body. Yeah, like, like it only makes sense when you put uh, it together. It's like a cat's back or and like tail or whatever. lips. Yeah. Like that. That's what I was looking for was, like, something weird because when I was a kid I had the, um, you remember, like, the Nickelodeon phone? Yes. Nickelodeon the had crazy that like one Yeah, it was like the... everything that Nickelodeon released was like purple with like orange buttons and it had like green tubes and slime yeah. and weird shit. I had the phone when I was a kid. That's amazing. And the phone ruled. It was so cool. Yeah. But it's like way too much money for like, you know, oh, yeah, that's the ha 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 look at the Nickelodeon phone in my store. But then this like just It was fate. Doug. It was fate. It's fifteen dollars. Yeah. So then I messaged the guy on on Letgo. I was like, oh, I'm interested, and that was, you know, 10.30 last night. And yeah. Was, so this morning, he messaged me back, and he was like, it's still available. Because these are, like, options you can just click on let go. Oh, yeah. So I get that message. You don't even have to make a, an original conversation. No, you, you can just literally like just hit the pre-recorded yeah. things, like, a hundred <laughs> times, and then suddenly there's, like, yep. a weird, you know, box set at, <laughs> at your door. So this, he was like, oh, yeah, I still have it available. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. I own... A comic book store in Madawan on Main Street, and this would be like the perfect phone for the store. He was like, "Oh my god, that's so cool! I'm local enough. What's the address? I'll come drop it off." And I was like, "Sweet!" So I didn't have to do anything. That's he came amazing. and he brought it here this this afternoon. It's amazing. Do you think you could mount it on the wall? I don't know. Well, it's kind of like a oh, it's sideways. Yeah, it's it, it like has such a bottom base to it. Also, you didn't mention that there's a little Woodstock on there. Yeah, Woodstock is right next to him. It's very adorable. I don't know why Snoopy's head can move, but it doesn't move while it's ringing, does it? No, I thought it did. That'd I was be like, cool. that'd be so cool. Like mm-hmm. it shakes its head, like your phone's ringing. I feel like I just talked a lot about a phone. Yeah, but it's a good phone. You should post a picture. Yeah. When we uh, release. Mm-hmm. Guys, you won't be disappointed, I promise. And if you are, suck eggs. <laughs> She's coming for you today. I'm in a, I'm in a way today, okay? So, other than that, do you have any shop news that you want to share with us, Kaylin? Um, no, I think maybe we should remind people up until the date that September 12th, you're going to have a little thing here. I did. I just announced it on Facebook the other day that I have like super secret end of summer. Yeah. Super secret end of free comic book day I summer. I think I was the first person that went going. I can't believe I have no information on it. And there's a lot of people who like already said they're going. I'm like, uh, okay. Pretty secrets, cool. Doug? I know, right? I, I'm over 18. You know I could have secrets now, right? The, uh, <laughs> very good callback, Caitlin. Thank you. I'm asking you basically to vamp right now so that I can go through here and find the books that are coming in for sure the first thing. week of August. So, we uh, got it. No vamping? Okay. Cool. So, for um, Free Comic Book Summer is still going on. So, next Friday... Oh, Jesus Christ. So, next Wednesday, August 5th, be sure to stop in for your copies of The Resistance, number one. Lumberjanes, Farewell to Summer. The Tick. Zoo Patrol Squad. Bibby and Miyu slash The Fox and the Little Tanuki. Okay. And a copy of Invincible, number one. Invincible is a um, another comic by Robert Kirkman, actually, that is being adapted for Amazon also. It's going to be an animated series. 
It's about yeah. like an original superhero type character. And Not type character. He is a superhero. Called Invincible. Invincible. Robert Kirkman wrote it for a long time. It only ended like a couple years ago. Wasn't that um, Bruce Willis? Wasn't he Invincible? Unbreakable. Oh, he's Unbreakable. Yeah. My bad. Damn it. Wasn't there a movie called Invincible about football? Invincible, yeah, was the movie with Donnie Wahlberg. Marky, Mark Wahlberg. Marky. Marky. Mark Wahlberg. Our friend, it's the Mark Wahlberg. Friend of the shop. Friend of the Marky shop, Marky Wahlberg. Wahlberg. Oh, those Wahlbergers. Um, yeah, Mark Wahlberg was in that movie. That's about, like, the Jets. When the Jets had their, like, um... Open... Or is it the Eagles? No, I think it was the Jets had their open, like, yeah, call Like an for, open call for, yeah. um, new players. Guys, let us know. I'm pretty sure it's the Jets. Please, um... Dial in right now. Or maybe it was 732-696-8530 and let us know what the movie Invincible is about. Thanks. But the comic Invincible is about an original superhero. The movie Kalen is based on the story of Vince Puppel. Pitbull. Pip-pale. Puppel. A 30-year-old bartender. I gotta call him a bartender because he's from South Philly. Right? How would you say That's bartender? Boston. Oh, whatever, Kalen. You're thinking Boston. South Philly? Yeah. Mm, similar. Let me get a a water. <laughs> Can I get a water? Can I get a water? Can I get a water here? I need a bartender. It's so like it's, that. it like is about the eagles. Bartender. Can you can you do your best in? Imp- oh, you kn- first of all, I'm sorry. Mark Wahlberg is not doing a Philly accent. I'm doing probably his accent. Oh, he's definitely right. doing Boston. He's like it's the same thing. I want a water ice and oh wow, you did a good that was one. good. You did a good one. It's all those Delco videos I send you. <laughs> <laughs> If anyone's from Philly, you know Delta. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, I'm just going to stomp all over Doug because he wanted to say something. I wasn't going to say anything. I was going to wrap the show up. Well, I'm going to put my hands on my hips too, Do I look Doug. pouty? Is that you what you're doing? Because do. you're doing, you're looking at me like I'm looking pouty. He has his hands on his hips, but like not just like in a way like, like, a, like a mad mom, like a mad housewife mom. I'm mad. Caitlin just called me a Karen. <laughs> yep, basically. You're using coded language to call me a Karen, <laughs> Caitlin. Well, stop acting like Karen. So I have been father. <laughs> no, this is not how this goes. Okay. Caitlin, we say the Geekery is a comic book store that is located at 133A Main Street in Madawan, New Jersey. The Geekery you found online across social media platforms at the Geekery NJ. This podcast that you just listened to the whole episode of can be found on social media at The Geekery Radio. And I can be found at Father underscore K-A-E. I am... I... I have been, always been, <laughs> triple still skin. <laughs> I fucking hate you so much. Try it again, Doug. No, I, I like what you did. I think you did a good job. You did. You did a really. (laughs) Using your Aaron Banky voice. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Geekery Radio Hour. We appreciate and love you dearly. And I'm sure you can all agree that this was definitely our best episode yet. Best episode yet. Bye. Bye.